So we are told that marriage is half our deen. Okay, I get it. Half of our religion. But then there's these really tricky things that happen. Like, yeah, I want to do that. And I love to love my husband. But like, what if he's talking to other women? What if he's being really angry and curt with me? And he's has like no patience. What if he's like super controlling? No matter what I do, he's telling me what to do all the time. And like, there's no space for me to breathe. What happens if I had to give my like whole career life up for him? What if he he just really is giving me the silent treatment? I have to deal with that. Like, what do I have to forgive him for? What do I not? And that is something that a lot of women are talking about all the time. Well, actually, they're, they're not talking to one another. I find women are dealing with these silently in their chest. You know, there's a lot going on with the pandemic. And at the same time, within um, our own minds and in our own heart, we're having this internal warfare as well. And no need for you to worry and suffer that alone, sis. Actually, uh, we're going to cover today in the podcast how to deal with forgiveness, forgiving our husband. All right. And I know it's not a Monday. I'm doing marriage Mondays. I am. I am for the whole rest of January, inshallah. But um, Christmas had come up and we wanted to make sure for the people who are reverts, for the sisters who really need that support and understanding on how to handle the holiday time. want to make sure we got that info. And the only way was to give it to them on a Monday because the holiday ended up coming on the Friday. So we flipped it today. I'm sorry, guys. But Either way, whether you are married or not, we have some really, really deep advice about dealing with men and forgiveness and love and all that stuff. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Good to be with you guys. This is Mindful Muslim on the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. Back with uh, a new episode. We do it two times a week on Mondays and Fridays. Alhamdulillah. Everything to help women go from striving, excuse me, from surviving just like every day, just like getting through the next day, but feeling horrible to absolutely thriving. And we definitely work on educating, motivating, and inspiring women every day through all different ways of support. We have our podcasts, we have free classes, we have our Thrive online membership. We have so many ways that we work with you all. And we also have um, consultation calls. We have free uh, 15-minute discovery calls. I'll definitely put a link below. But yeah, these are the ways that we work with our women all the time to make sure that we're supporting them and helping them get to be the best versions of themselves. So today I'm really excited because we're talking about forgiveness and that is a really hard topic to talk about. And I know with forgiveness usually comes some type of disappointment and pain and that pain could be shown in anger or sadness and we have definitely been there but knowing how to deal with it and how to make amends with our husband is really important now i wanted to just acknowledge i know i'm doing marriage mondays and these things only happen on monday but it's Friday and here I am. So why am I doing a marriage podcast on Friday? Well, one, because you guys love marriage podcasts and you guys ask for us to continue and do more and more. So thank you for that suggestion. And because of that, we are making whatever you want this month. This is going to be a love focused month where we're going to be helping women who are either married or not married. So whether you're married or not married, this is for you because every woman has to go with being hurt in love, right? And so, um, yeah, we're definitely going to do that. But what happened is because Christmas came on 
Friday, which is today. And um, I really want to get some information to reverts and people who are struggling with dealing with the holidays and family and they have a different dynamic. I wanted to get that information and in order to do that, I had to like put it on Monday. So thank you so much for being understanding and for our sisters that needed that information. Jazakumallahu khairan. So today we're talking about forgiveness and that's really, really something that I, I know it's going to be like kind of a really sensitive topic and I'm going to share a couple stories of some sisters that have been going through some really difficult things with their husbands that they shared with me. Obviously I'm not going to share their names but I'm saying it because I want women to know that some women think they're handling it the right way. Some don't realize like how much information they're lacking and they're putting themselves in difficult positions and I want to make sure that none of us are in those positions either and we also want for each other ease. Now, right before I dive into this information, I want to tell you just some things I'm really excited about that are coming up. One, you guys want to get in my book club. It got so full. There were hundreds and hundreds of you. I couldn't let any more people in, but a new one is coming up. I will put a link below in the show notes. Uh, last week of February, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, um, we're going to do one for about six weeks. And then out of nowhere, Ramadan's going to be here. Can you imagine? Subhanallah. Just in maybe like two months, a little over two months, Ramadan will be at our doorstep in terms of preparation for Ramadan. Can't wait to just let all the stuff that we're going to have. As you guys know, we also have an entire Ramadan recharge experience that we do with women where we just support and get together. And by the way, if you're on Thrive, looking forward to, we're going to have Quran buddies and fasting buddies. I'm going to hook everybody up. Very, very excited. But yeah, get in the book club. I'll put the link below if you're interested in the next one. We're probably going to do a lot of stuff about like mindset and organization, like organizing your life since it's the new start of the year. And I know people really want help in all areas of our life. And we're going to pick like a lot of, we're going to pick a book that I think you guys are really going to like that a lot of women like after we surveyed them they seem to really want to do and inshallah business ta'ala we also are going to have the halakas at night so for those of you um uh who are also in thrive in addition to the book club starting january we're having halakas because so many of you ask for that and thrive another cool thing i'm so excited all these things coming down the pipeline um last two things are we're having two challenges in January. We're having a minimalism challenge in Thrive. If you're a Thrive member, very excited because a lot of us, you guys, a lot of you downloaded our minimalism um, PDF on how to like do minimalism the Muslim way, according to the Quran and Sunnah, because there is some stuff out there that is in accordance and some stuff that is not, guys, you have to know the difference. If you haven't already gotten our download, maybe I'll put that link below as well. But yeah, we have free um, entire 30-day program that you could use. But like, who wants to do that alone? Well, you don't because we are going to have a challenge. The first five days, we're going to like kick it off, motivate you, get you going. And then inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, we can continue it um, after that. But I wanted to let women know that. The second thing we're having in January, and this one is on January 18th, very excited. If you are not married, but you are looking for love and you want some advice around that, some support with other women just like you who are going through the struggle of like, oh, like, where do I look for love? Like, what do I ask him? How do I know? How do I like not get caught in a really bad situation? Um, You know, all the really important things. I have support from my family, like way too much support. They're like way too involved. They need to back up, right? Or you're like, oh, I have no support at all. Like we have everyone covered because we've talked to so many women. We know what you go through. Really fun five-day challenge. $400 secret prize. I might even throw out some Amazon gift cards for the second and third place winners. It's going to be fun, guys. So January 18th, I'm going to have a waiting list. If it's not in this podcast in the show notes, it is going to be maybe the next one. 
If you're super interested and you just can't wait, DM me on Instagram because I will give you um, the, the first one of the first people to get the links and how to get into the challenge. It's going to be so much fun. All right. So that was it. I just wanted to give you guys those updates. Love, love when a new year comes in. I know you need that whole like new year, new me. And by the way, we're opening a free workshop for all women who want to deal with like the weight loss thing. I know that's on everybody's mind this time of year, especially with COVID. Some people have packed on pounds. I get it. Us too. Uh, We started to gain weight and then we had to like switch it up. And now we do morning exercises and we had to just go a little different with the way that we are eating just because of the less movement. And alhamdulillah, it has really, really worked. And we're like, back to regular and uh, we want to help other women who are struggling with that as well so definitely look forward to an amount of fitness workshop that we're going to open up to everyone very excited about that so forgiveness let's dive right into it with forgiveness you know it's really really hard because i feel like so many people have the wrong take on it islamically and i really want to get to that for men i kind of hear this like women are just supposed to be submissive and deal with this you know and all of our imperfections and some women have this idea that like we're supposed to like grin and bear it, you know, like my husband's cheating on me. My husband's talking to other women. My other, my husband hits me. My husband, um, you know, he, whatever, you know, he has, um, anger problems. He has this, he has that no matter what it is, like you don't really just have to grin and bear it. I don't know why some women think that's the rule in Islam. So what I want people to know is that you have to know actually exactly what you have to deal with and what you don't have to deal with, where the fine lines are drawn. And I want women to know And it's really, really important that we understand a couple things. And so this podcast is going to be dedicated to five pieces of advice to please consider when you have to deal with forgiving your spouse. And we're going to dive right in. But I did want to say with the caveat of is like the heart is naturally like inclined and the mind is naturally inclined to be like stingy and not forgiving when it comes to, you know, the issue of somebody hurting you. But it's a lot of it can be from our nafs and from shaitan. And it's really hard to know like when it's that or when it's like, no, someone has crossed some serious boundaries. Like, do I have to forgive him? Like, what do I have to do or not have to do as a wife when I feel this upset? And I think that's really important to know. So let's start right off with number one. And I really want women, again, this is the goal of the podcast and Mindful Muslima as a brand. We want women to be empowered and to be educated to make better decisions. And this is one of those things. So the first one is, as women, we need to know our rights. Now, I did a little bit of a podcast, if you go one or two podcasts back, on the rights of women in Islam. I really wanted women to hear how many rights they have better and beyond anything you have ever heard the Western world claim that they have done with women rights. We have had those you know, a thousand plus years prior and we feel really proud about that as women who understand our deen. But a lot of women don't know all the rights that they have because they've seen a lot of like really bad cultural versions of Islam in their house with their parents where their mom wasn't treated so nice by their father or their aunties or uncles. And I'm so sorry for that, that that, that has been your experience. And I want to say, especially if you're a woman like that who's looking for love, you really, really need to have an education on, and, and this is what we help with women with as well, like on what to not have to repeat in your own marriage just because you've been exposed to it in your house when you were younger. We want to make sure you have the tools to pick the right guy 
So you don't repeat that type of a relationship. And that's truly possible and it often happens unless women educate themselves. So as we have information coming up and we have that challenge that we're doing, we're going to educate women within that challenge. I highly suggest you join it, especially if you're a person who does not want to get into like a bad marriage with, you know, these types of problems. So number one, the first piece of advice I have for women are know your rights. Know your rights. Now, like I said, we started off in that podcast, but there are so many more rights. Now, what I would say to women is um, go back to my podcast and definitely hear that as like as a little entry point into that. But beyond that, you have to know the rights of yourself as a woman, as a wife, and you have to know the rights of your husband for two reasons. One, you have to know for yourself because how can you draw boundaries and make decisions of when to forgive your husband, like when it's okay what he did and what's not, when your rights were um, taken or not, if you don't know your own rights. And a lot of women don't. They think they do. They think they do because they have seen stuff happen in their family with their mom or their aunties or cousins or whatever or in the community, but you need to literally know. And it's not rocket science. It's not hard. Um, By the way, if you're a Thrive member, we have an entire PDF where you can download that tells you the 20 top Islamic websites that we suggest are credible because not all these, like you want to start Googling this stuff, it's not all credible. Some of them are, there are websites out there by Jewish um, people, by Christians that have created websites that look like they're Muslim, but they're not. Be really careful where you go and get your information from. So yeah, if you're in Thrive, we definitely have that. And we suggest you go in the vault and you catch that there. It's in the spirituality and revert section. But yeah, and then also for the husband, you want to make sure you don't violate his rights. And I'll tell you why in a second. But we're definitely, by the way, we're going to have the challenge. So if, if this is something that you're really, really interested in with your rights, we teach this to women all the time in, in, the, um, in the marriage course that we have. And so, again, you can always message me if you have questions about that. But that's one of the first things we teach women. What are your rights? What are his rights? You need to know. Now, let me tell you, last week I was talking to a sister who was so sweet so sweet. She was doing one of our um, consultation calls that I have. And she was just really being taken advantage by her husband. And I've been finding this a lot with women, like a lot of that passive aggressive stuff. Her husband was, um, how do I say this? He was talking to other women. She had confronted him about it. And then she didn't really know, like he was manipulating her. He was just, he was just manipulating her by It was a lot of passive aggressive behavior, let's say. And I have like maybe five different women in the past two weeks that I have had conversations. So it's not like one particular woman, but like, and so, you know, I've had this kind of thing happen a lot where the guy will do something wrong. Then he'll turn to the woman and try to make her feel bad about it. Like it was something she did, but he's doing it to deflect from his own self. Now, obviously, Islamically, this is incredibly inappropriate. It's never okay for your husband to talk to another woman. No, not even at work. There are boundaries. At work, if it's, if it's like a work thing, and, it, and I'm not going to get into the fiqh of it because I don't believe that, that, like, I believe everybody should stay in their lane and we don't talk about fiqh here, which is Islamic law, right? But for the most part, no, your husband should not be contacting women on his phone outside of anything having to do with something like these particular things that are allowed, right? I'm not going to go into all of those situations are. Um, but I talk to women, I teach them about this all the time. And so the point is, he was manipulating her that it was something wrong with her and how dare she look into his stuff. And like, and, and, and it wasn't that she was spying. It was like something she obviously saw. And um, she didn't know her rights. And he was making her 
confused about her rights. But if she had actually known her rights, she wouldn't be confused. And if she actually knew her rights, she would know how to respond to him. But she didn't, okay? So this is a case where she was being taken advantage of. Then there's this flip side, right? Where I talked to this other sister who um, was not giving her husband his rights, but she thought her rights were being violated. Can you imagine? Now, why is it important to get your rights and to give other people their rights? Because when you go to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? When you pass, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us a good ending, right? Please say ameen for yourself and all the sisters. Um, when when we pass, um, we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold us accountable of all the rights we gave or didn't give other people. And that's really, really important. So I want us to take this really seriously because if people, if you did not give them their rights, you will get punished. I will get punished. So yeah, but what about my rights? Okay, don't worry about that. If your rights weren't given, that person will get punished. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's al-adl. He's going to take care of you. You don't have to worry about getting back at people, revenge. Like that is totally not Islamic or appropriate. And so Allah is judge and juror, not us, right? So the sister was like, oh, you know, my husband, she was mad at him because she felt like um, she wasn't allowed to, she was putting her career before her role as a mother and a wife. She felt like he had taken that from her. He was holding her back. He wasn't allowing her to forward in her career. But in the end, her whole attitude and approach and then the things she was doing to kind of respond back to him, she was putting herself in a position where she was sinning and she didn't even know it. Because she really wasn't well aware of his rights and her rights. And as soon as we were able to break, like, I could break that down for her, she was like, oh my goodness, I did not even know what I was doing. And I felt like it was all him. And yeah, so we have to know these things so we can be accountable. So number one, know the rights of spouses, yours and his. Number two, and again, see, these are things I wish women would know before they got married. But if you're already married, it's fine. I'll tell you how to deal with it. But if you're not yet married, please listen to this number two, which is know your non-negotiables. And I wish for everybody, like whoever knows me talking about love, you have to know the non-negotiables. Before you're married, you need to know where your boundaries are. Now, obviously, there are Quranic boundaries, Islam, Sunnah, all that stuff, okay? But there's also your personal boundaries. Like, I need to have somebody who treats me this particular way. It's not like uh, something black and white, like in Islamic. It's something that could be preference, Okay. And I'm not talking about like, I need a guy with blonde hair, blue eyes, and like five foot six. That's not what I like, whatever, five foot eight. That's not, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about preference in terms of like, I need him to be able to understand the fact that I need my, my mother to live with us because she's sick or ill. Like these are certain preferences like a woman might need to have. I'm just giving like an example, like something very particular for you and your life situation. You have to have like, I need somebody to understand this and agree to this. Or I need a guy to, to understand that like I want to finish medical school and that, that he agrees that that's okay because some guys will like, some girls are confused about that, like with school, not school, like oh, say. So the point is that you have these things that are must-haves and must-not-haves. Like the guy must never smoke. Like I will never marry a smoker. Like these things like this, like these preferences. I always tell women, you have to know your non-negotiables before you get married. Why? Because otherwise... As you're on the hunt for the guy, right? If you don't, and by the way, again, we teach this in module one of our course. And the reason I, I want women to know these things are to be empowered. So many people, I cannot tell you are crying to me on the phone because they didn't do this. Then they're with the wrong guy. 
they didn't sit with themselves and make sure like we have exercises where we teach women that. So I want you to know number two, know where your non-negotiables are. Because then when you go to forgiving or not forgiving your husband, if there's certain things that you made clear as a married woman, let's pretend you're married now and you did that, right? Then now you know that that's being violated. Like you promised me that this was going to be okay. Like you told me, like I had a woman that was living in one country and her husband told her, and this is crazy, right? When her father was alive, he said, okay, yes, we can live in this particular country. Then when her father passes away, he changes his mind and said he never said that or something like that. And now she has no male to defend her. This is crazy stuff, right? But then she can go to an imam about that because these are things that they discussed prior. So why am I mentioning these two things? You're like, what does this have to do with forgiveness? Let me me break it down. As women, if we don't set boundaries for ourselves, and if as women, we don't know our rights, then it's really fuzzy and gray when it comes to forgiveness. What do I put up with, quote unquote? And I encourage all women to know where your breaking point is, like the the threshold of where you're not going to put up with something is. Now, obviously in Islam, um, domestic violence is not allowed. I don't know why some people are confused about that. It's not allowed at all. And we can get into very fine particular things that are mentioned here that but overall now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't want any person to harm another person okay and now that also goes with um verbal abuse some women are not domestically abused like by some guy touching her or hitting her but there's verbal abuse and um and uh, manipulation that i've seen a lot i have a lot of conversations with women about those again because they went into marriages not knowing their rights not have thought out they're non-negotiables. So I want to say if you're a young woman who is not yet married, please, once again, if you can contact me, I'll like the, the challenge I think would be great because it'll help you start to think about those things. We start to work through some of these things with the women and it's really, really great conversation. Um, but if you're already married, what I would say is, um, I would say still revisit that. I've talked to women a lot this week alone about revisiting that. Um, Their boundaries are definitely getting crossed. They didn't realize that those were their personal boundaries. Now they're realizing it. And at any time in a relationship, you're allowed to stand up and say, hey, that's not okay with me. That's not. And even if it's your husband, and there's a way to say it, there's a way to do it, right? And if you can't talk to your husband, you might want to get a third party involved. I help women with this all the time as well. Or you might even want to end up getting um, the imam involved. But the point is you are allowed to know where your boundaries are and where you don't feel comfortable. So know your rights, know your non-negotiables, and knowing is power. Really, really it is. Number three, withholding forgiveness. And this is the tough one for women. Um, And then, yeah, maybe I'll just give you guys, sorry, one more after that. Um, what I want to say about that is, you know, forgiving for the sake of Allah is really important. Forgiving our husbands for the sake of Allah, not for him, should actually come first. Because, you know, we need to forgive out of love, out of love for the sake of Allah and everything. And at the end of the day, some women, and I want you to just hear me out a second. They're going to go right back to like, but me and my rights. And like, yeah, I, I know that. I'm not saying not to get your rights. As you, as you just heard me mention, I did a whole spiel on like, know your rights, stand up for your rights. No problem with that. But we all think our situation is special. Well, you don't know. You don't know what I've gone through. You know, we, we, we never forgive people who deserve forgiveness. Most of the time, forgiving people involves forgiving people who don't deserve forgiveness. We are 
usually forgiving people in ways that we we don't want to, but we're allowed to forgive and, and we don't have to forget. And that's the difference. And I'll talk about that more in a second. But Shitan wants you to be mad. He wants you to keep reminding you why you're upset. But you know, like, we are asked to swallow our anger and lovingly forgive people. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who loves those who excel. And this is what we're told in the Quran. And when we forgive our spouse, you know, it is part of our sunnah to do so and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says although you 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 know and and by the way before I say what Allah says in the Quran about that here's something you could say to your husband if you're forgiving him let me just give you like I love like how to's although you've wronged me with this or that that you did you know I'm going to pardon you for the sake of Allah but I only ask that and then you can give kind of a bit of a condition that you would like to see happen from now on. And I think women, that's the other thing is like, I encourage women who are looking for spouses to make sure that the guy's a communicator. Some women are like, well, my husband doesn't ever communicate. But then I'm like, I don't know why women would want to marry someone who's not a good communicator. Because then anytime you have a problem, there's no avenue to fix it, right? So, um, you know, we're going to understand that if we've already put ourselves in that position marriage-wise, well, we're with that person, then this is this is our our qadr, right? Maybe this is where we were meant to be. And so, alhamdulillah, we have to look at what does the Quran say about anger and suppressing anger and those who pardon out of love, right? And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those who spend in a lot in a lost uh, cause in prosperity, in adversity, and repressed anger and pardon men, verily Allah loves the good doers. And for those who want to like do tit for tat with their husband, the reward of evil is evil. But whoever forgives and makes amends, his reward is with Allah. And another place in the Quran, it says, if you punish, then punish uh, with the like thereof that you are afflicted. But if you endure patiently, indeed, it is better for the patient. You know, and it's better to endure patiently. And your patience will, will, will happen through the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are in uh, in uh, Surah Al-Mran, 134, in the Quran, 4240, and in the Quran, in uh, Surah 16, 126 to 127. So what is better to love than what Allah loves? And Allah loves patience and forgiveness. So if Allah loves that of us, why don't we try to do that? Now, this is the thing. When something bad happens, there are actually two calamities. The first one is the error or the problem itself. And the second is sometimes with us with not pardoning, with not forgiving. So um, for our husbands, um, sometimes them just admitting they're wrong is a punishment for them. It's really, really hard for them. But as I mentioned before, the non-negotiables and the rights, if you have these things in place and you've established these things in the beginning of your marriage, so much easier. But if you haven't already, then you might have to endure a bit more of patience than the average woman. And that might just be what is written for you. And, and again, I'm not talking about abuse. and I'm not talking about domestic violence. These things I would encourage women to get help with and to speak to someone about. But I'm saying about other things like disappointment, you know, arguments, things like this. Really, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does encourage us to be patient. All right. And lastly, um, I just want to say is that you know, the prophet peace be upon him, he, there's a difference between the last, the last advice is, is there's a difference between forgiving and, and forgetting. So we're not supposed to just forgive and forget like it never happened and just move on. And for women, that's very scary. And, and, it, and it's understandably so because you're like, well, I don't want to get hurt again. And don't forget if you're, 
even my emotions course, which I know a lot of you guys are, um, one of the things I mentioned is that your your brain always wants to keep you worried and scared. It's always trying to protect you. And so it's going to be like, oh my gosh, what happens if your husband does it again? What happens if this? What happens if that? And that's just our nervous Nelly brain or monkey brain, some people call it, just trying to keep us down and upset because it's its job to keep us protected, but it's also paralyzing us. And that's why a lot of women who are in our emotions course are really learning how to control our mind so that those things don't get them to high points of anxiety, which are things that also usually follow that, right? Oh, but what if this, and you live your life if you've had a bad experience with your husband, but what if? And then every day is like fearing tomorrow, and that cripples us. And part of having a mindful life as a mindful Muslim is not living in the, in the past, replaying old tapes over and over and torturing ourselves with past situations that are now gone. And part of it is also not constantly forecasting the future as if we know what's going to happen and it could be horrible and oh my gosh, and living in high states of anxiety. Both will make you incredibly unhappy and in effect, likely very likely ruin your relationship with your husband because you're just bringing up things from the past or the future you might have heard your husband complain about that about you before and that is because no human being wants to do that so living in the present living in the now and actually being able to experience emotions and move through them i know a lot of us have been doing that work in the course that we're doing together thank you so much for that hard work but it is liberating and i'm so proud of all the women that are working on that um but alhamdulillah the forgiveness part is by Allah, but Allah doesn't tell us to blindly just then act ignorant and, and allow people to keep doing things to us. No, we can take that knowledge, not forget, but you know, like Rasul he had people that tried to kill him, murder him. And I was mentioning this in one of the lessons the other day in the emotions course. And he had people that would try to murder him, his entire family, this, this, the Muslims at the time. And he pardoned them. He pardoned more than one of them completely 100%. I mean, how many of us are going to pardon our own murderers and trying to murder our family and things like that? I mean, that just goes to show you the extent of the need to forgive, even in really bad situations. So again, we don't have to forget. We can live and learn. But at the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will withhold forgiveness from us if we forgive others. If any time I don't want to forgive someone, that always motivates me. Always, I need the forgiveness of Allah. So I need to forgive other people, all right? I know it's hard, guys. Again, DM me anytime. We have the 15-minute um, sessions that are for free on Skype if you guys want to talk to me. Inshallah, business thought. I think we're booked now for December, but definitely um, there are some days still available in January. But hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.